Unstructured way, like you're crazy. Not even structured, unstructured time. And you're crazy. (laughs) You're crazy. That that's what they tell me, Sarah. (laughs) How are you? Um, I'm okay. (laughs) Um, you know, I'm okay. I'm not gonna share because you never know who's listening. But I'm I'm not okay. I'm not okay. And you know it's okay. But it's I'm okay. okay not to feel okay. Like I'm okay. It? Yeah, exactly. Because I asked, right? We right. talked about this before, where we're like, when people are asked, "How are how they?" Are you? They're like, "How am I?" You it's know, like, no, like, don't answer. Right. <laughs> Please don't answer. I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm fine. Um, I have not had any time unstructured. Although this past weekend, uh, Nick and I had a really lovely weekend. Who's Nick? Nick's my partner. Hi, Nick. Nikolai. Hey. Um, we let's see. So on Saturday we went to the Dog Beach. We also got um bagel sandwiches. We have a favorite spot. I'm not gonna share it because I don't want anybody to go to my spot <laughs> because people are finding out about it and I don't like it. Okay, I don't like fine. it one bit. Just tell me and I won't. I'll whisper it in your ear later. Okay. And then um <laughs> Yeah, yeah I am because the line has gotten longer and I'm like, who is who has told people about this place? Who told? Who told? And um, so we went to, so we did that. And then on, um, that was like the shortest trampoline session anyways. Right. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's zoom out. Sarah is at my house. Um, 
my home. And if you look over through suburbs. my window, it's not the suburbs. It's like city suburbs. Listen, I There's, just picked a nice place to stay. Anyway, moving on. It's not uh, Korea town. What are you talking listen about? Listen to me. We're looking through Sarah's like creeping on my Yeah, they don't neighbors. have a fence. They have like a, you know, they have a big old yard and a trampoline. They have two lots. And she is roasting this young man. Is it young no, man, it's not right? young man. It's, it's two girls. Boy. It's oh, two she's, girls. She's I don't roasting, know. I don't, she's roasting two young women. I don't know if it's a mom and her daughter, but they like. But they had the weakest <laughs> trampoline session ever. Who goes on there for like a minute? Look, bitch, I didn't. I had a trampoline in my backyard. Like, I would be back there. I would be hosting the kids around the block. Bitch, all must be nice to have a, a trampoline. Right? I'm so in space. privileged. No, you lived. I'm so privileged. You gosh. lived in a big, uh, big suburban area. Big, like, Skokie you know, did not have. The sack wasn't a stranger to me, bitch. <laughs> Skokie <laughs> did not have space. Look, like, Skokie we garbage. We, got, yes. we didn't have any goddamn we g- Jewish. You know, you know what the, the equivalent okay. to a trampoline for us was? <laughs> oh my gosh. My brother and I garbage picked a fucking ping pong table. Oh. I don't have we rolled it down the street and then we had a side door. No. We can't, we like, this shit was heavy. What's your brother's name? Mark. Mark. He's not gonna listen. Anyways, nostalgia with us. family trauma. I so know. we're gonna <laughs> move no, don't, on don't from my brother. But it was we're heavy. gonna connect, Mark, because I don't and, know. You yeah, did. There was a corner of it. We're not gonna talk. Okay, we're not Another episode, Mark. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> shout out to my people with family trauma out there. I don't got a brother, but I can I can take one in. But, uh, anyways, so yeah, it was a ping pong table moment. And it was like this trampoline moment where we had it for like a minute. We like kind of rehabbed it. And then my dad and my mom were like, this is garbage. It was like broken. It had like a corner missing from it. But we were so proud and we felt cool. And, you know, the basement, basement days, like it was just like you had to have a cool basement if you had a basement. Oh, yeah, I had a pool table, so. Like yeah. that's where you hung out with your friends. It was and the spot you were fast with your morning friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Not sharing that story, anyways. Uh. <laughs> so yeah. So then on Sunday, <laughs> on Sunday I got my. On Sunday we went. A, we did a hike slash walk in Palos Verdes, um, which is like the cliff, green. What it's like. Cliffside. It's like Cliffside Sill. Palos. Palos Verdes. It's like basically directly south from where I live in Koreatown. And it's beautiful. It's like right on the water, and you're just like walking along the cliff. That look you look down and there's ocean. Palos Verdes Peninsula is landborn. It's a peninsula. Okay, that makes sense. Shout out to you, California. Yeah, it's pretty cool, medicines. but I felt like it was like cheap, multi-million dollar home on the clip, like by the waterfront. Because it's like one, yeah, <laughs> there we go. That makes sense. It's like 1.5 million to buy a house over there. But like San, San Pedro is like, um, 
a little bit more affordable, but it's like these, like the houses here, I've been kind of like zillowing lately because I'm just like, I want to buy a house. Yeah. And this is probably not relevant for this. No, I'm it gonna is. End. It is. But I've been like, because I, I really just want to like, I want roots. I want grounding. I want to stop renting. And like living out here, you're like, is it possible to rent in California? Or, or excuse me, buy. I shouldn't say rent. It's possible. It's not really possible. You'll have to sell it's two like kidneys offensive. and a liver. But um, you're gonna have to sell that twat twat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, but it's 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 pretty hard to find. Like you'll get like okay, find a place for like six hundred k, for example, and it's like a three bed, maybe one bath, and it's tiny and yeah. old. No, for so, sure. Like, I'm paying what I'm paying here, and then I'm paying, and then I paid what I paid in Chicago. Yeah, And Chicago. let me tell you. It, Chicago would be, my like. My loft yeah. in Chicago. Beautiful. And not as much as this. Nick and I talk about this all the time. It's like our, our sure spot in Lincoln Square, we were paying, like, nothing. I mean, granted, it was vintage chic. We did not have in-unit laundry, but it was spacious. And that's like, I don't care. Like, if I, I mean, it was an excuse to go have dinner with my mom. Anyways. (laughs) So, you know, that's how I'm doing, I guess. Right. It's It's an extended how are we doing today. It's very extended. It's been a hard day, and... Um, whatever. So, let's talk about things that, like, actually but matter. like, hey. And I said, we... hey, hey. What a wonderful God today. Hey. You guys, having fun isn't hard when you got a library card. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, what brings us here to this round table of mindful grooving? Pues. We wanted to have a conversation about uh, body image, specifically body positivity, mm-hmm. and also couple that with ego and ego in the world of wellness. Yeah. And l- like set an asterisk here because like our experiences in in which we're going to share in, in this conversation. I don't even... We're having a free-form conversation, y'all. Um, but our, our, our experiences are our experiences. And, yeah, they're different to yours. And so we're not... Um, I think it's... We know that our experiences aren't for everyone. Aren't everyone's experience. And then... Um, but isn't yeah. it nice to just, like... Here and honest Ever. perspective. I think and, so. You know, match it in your mind. That's hey, what I do when I he, is, are you things. are you human? Are you <laughs> struggling? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So Brittany, um, I'll pose a question to you. What I is like what is uh, body positivity? Oh man. <laughs> um, Not I complicated. May, if I may, body positivity is something that is admittedly new to me. Um. I have grown up such a space cadet. I don't know if it's to my own doing (laughs) or like, but I'm such a space cadet and I grew up a space cadet um, in that I I knew that I was in fact human. 
and that I had human responsibilities and physical experiences. Um, But the way I truly experienced myself was... No age. Just knew that right off the bat. Oh, well, that's another episode. (laughs) But, like, as I truly got into it, I realized that, like, I don't know. I feel like as a person who has grown up mostly like being called like skinny and mini and like a tiny person, like even to the fact to the point where like I would sit on my sister's lap and they would like not have it. Be like, you're so bony, get off of me. (laughs) And so like that was my understanding of like I'm a small person. I should just, like, kind of go over here. And it created this kind of, I don't know if it's cognitive dissonance, but, like, when I saw women in media, it was always seen as, like, the opposite of me. (laughs) Because, you know, I was told, you know, being the youngest, like, even in your family, it's like you're you're the smallest, you're this, like, you're your child, like, you're never acknowledged as a woman, actually, in your mm-hmm. family, if you're on the younger end of things. Now you are, Well, you also have two sisters. Yeah, I have two Which I feel sisters, like makes like, a no difference. Brothers, yeah. Like, yeah, and then, like, yeah, I kind of, so, like, to answer, I guess, the question of how my relationship to body positivity is... Um, I would say I'm pretty late in the game to it only because I was so dissociated with my body. I I wasn't at the point of body positivity. Um, I remember looking at myself in the mirror and like my mom's or my parents' um, mirror in their room and like, I'd be like, okay, here's a skinny bitch. She has like a horse. I like thought I had a horse ass. (laughs) <laughs> what is that? What is I don't know what that is. Ass? I don't know what that is. But like, is it really, just like a, like a, a, like a it, little pop? It like really just booty? was like having a, like a black woman's ass. But mm-hmm. like, since I had no like, curves, uh, yeah. I did. I just had the one, which is mm-hmm. the ass. Mm-hmm. And so like, <laughs> since I didn't have any like uh, vocabulary for it, I was just like, okay, I'm skinny except for this, which is maybe like wrong, but like. I don't know, like, I I just, I really would just look at my own body and just kind of wonder of, like, is this, not not so much, like, is this right, is this wrong, but just, like, what is going on here? And then, like, when I would see, actually, women who were very curvaceous, like, making, like, Miss Bellum in, Mm -hmm. like, Powerpuff Girls, right? Yeah. Like, Like, that was my only understanding of, like, what. A woman's body was hmm. and so like when I saw women who had that vibe like fast forward to now like Mad Men like Joan right like that like I'm like okay that's like a real woman's body and like what I got going on is I don't know what the fuck so like right. and maybe it's like the opposite cause like it's cultural too right cause like I would you know take a blue <laughs> I, I really, you know, whatever. It's fine. But, like, I would, I would, um, date people. You know, maybe one would be 
you know, of the diaspora like myself. And he might be like, oh, you got a little booty. And then maybe I would go over to the fucking Pacific Islands. And then they would be like, you got a little booty. Or like, oh, no, you got yeah, a big, big booty. booty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, you know, cue dysmorphia. But like, yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a ride. I definitely haven't come to a, a landing point yeah. on it. What about, what about you? Well... I'm struck by this idea of, like, identifying what you consider to be a woman's body. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the you know? And I, like, I'm kind of, like, racking my brain as you're speaking because I'm just not sure. Like, I have a concept of what a woman's body it was. Like, I don't know if I was, like... I, I'm, I know... I guess I do, but I don't. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Because I remember being, like, in fifth grade or sixth grade, and my mom did give me, like, the American Girl doll, like, body Which book. Which the Like, the body book. Oh, I didn't get the body book. I just had Addie. I mean, there, so I obviously I had, I had an American Girl doll, and... Did you have Josephina? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had Josephina, um, Samantha, and... Kirsten. Oh, okay then. <laughs> um, I'm not denying. Whatever. I yeah, I'm not yeah, denying yeah, yeah. my privilege, but I also, <laughs> I also like that was like also one of the like main gifts. Like yeah. if I got a big gift, I would just it get like stocking girl, stif- yeah. stuffers. Like that was it. You know, Western girls. Like yeah, I but I really like that would be like I, every year. I, okay, it doesn't matter. We're not talking about. Um, but I remember I was fifth or sixth grade and I was like, I had this like globe from limited two and it was like jelly. Oh my God. And it had like, yeah, you had that. It was like purple with like feathers. My little cousin who like definitely popped that jelly globe. Oh my God. I I don't even know what happened to that shit. (laughs) What happened to mine? I don't know because I was like the older, oldest girl. Cousin, so like my dad's side, all the younger kids would like play in my room if we had family parties. So like yeah. my shit would just get torn up and like. <laughs> but I was also old enough where I like didn't care. <laughs> I love that. Like, <laughs> I love it. And just keep going. Keep going. Um, didn't have sisters. I just like had little cousins. <laughs> I didn't have. She's like my shit just ruined. Yeah. Me. No. I mean, my peasant fucking little cousin, cousin. My peasant cousins. Like one of them. <laughs> Y'all, I sound like such a fucking waspy bitch. That's my grandma. That's my grandma Marie coming out. (laughs) Martinis and cigarettes. Anyway, they didn't know how to act. They didn't. Oh my god, they didn't know how to play with shit. Nice. Also, I didn't have little siblings. Also, it was only my shit, so didn't have to share. But like, I had a cousin, for example, who fucking jumped off my bed. Like, had a bunk bed, but I took out the bottom bunk because it was cool, and you had your desk underneath. Mm. This bitch, Hannah. Shout out to my cousin. We're naming. Her name was Banana, and she jumped. She was like, Sarah, like, we took off the ladder, because we thought, like, I didn't want people going up there, but she figured out a way to crawl, as little kids do, to get up, and um, she was like, I'm gonna, I wanna come down, I gotta go to the bathroom, and I said, Hannah, just wait, let me get my fucking dad, 
to like put the ladder back up because I couldn't get it. And what did she do? She jumped off the fucking top bunk. And it's yeah. like, let me tell you how not high this shit is. But she is that fragile of a child that she broke her arm. And I felt so bad because yeah. it's my fault. And it's I a have holiday. It's, yeah, yeah. It's traumatic, but I was also, as the oldest cousin, as the oldest cousin, I was like, I suck. I failed. You failed as their mom. And I had no, you know, it's like, I was at that age, too, where I was like, I'm too old for the baby cousins, and I'm mm-hmm. too girl, I'm too much of a girl for my older boy cousins. Yes. So I was just a loner. Anyways, back to, <laughs> back yeah. to how I view body positivity. True. I had this, like, globe, and it was, like, from Lamont to you in fifth or sixth grade, and it was, like, jelly. It was, like, one of those, like, if you're from the 90s, it was, like, one of those squishy gel things. So, it was, like, plastic. Globes, and you it was, like, like stretchy. Yeah. It, yeah. So, but it was, this was, like, in a snow globe form, and it had, like, feathers around it, but it had, like, that, like, snow globe base. And I remember mm-hmm. I was totes flat-chested, but I would, like, put that in my shirt, under my shirt. Oh and gosh, and yes, I was like, oh my, experience. oh my god, when I'm 12, I'm going to have boobs like this. And update? it's like, the, like that? the update is, I am 29 years old, and I am an AB, like, still. I never we got those here. boobs. I never got those boobs, but I, I feel like I, I always want, I don't know, like, I always had a like, little booty. Mm-hmm. And I was always skinny. Like, my curves didn't come until I was 21. But I remember, like, being... my. I feel like my mom has, like... My mom always struggled with her weight. So I feel like I got, I got a little bit of yeah, that, like... Did. That, like, that fear kind of thing. Like, I don't know if my mom listens to this. It's not your fault how I feel yeah, about my body. Yeah, we're not in a session. We're just discussing. But, no, but like, I, I just... That. She would go to Weight Watchers with my brother. She mm-hmm. was very... Con- like, especially when my mom was pregnant with me, she was always very conscientious about her body and her weight. She exercised like crazy. And I feel like I adapted a lot of those things. So I never felt like... I've never really felt like I'm good, I'm great, you know? Right, like there's always room for improvement. Right. No, like I I don't know, I feel like when I when I was going to school and stuff like that, like I never really I feel like the more conversations I have with people who are who I'm saying like I didn't really have a style, I don't really have a style because what? What's our style? The shit you wear to go to rehearsal, the shit right. that is your costume. You're just gonna roll on the, the floor shit. anyway. Yeah, so, so I'm like, I don't it. know. Maybe other dancers have like better style than I do, but I'm like, I'm I, like, there are. I'm but... very functional. I'm fun- with yeah, it. function through. Because like, I appreciate fashion, but like, I'm very functional with it. But it's like, I don't know. I actually don't know. Well, oh, wait. Yeah, but, like, I do know that there were restrictions. I really just listened to rules because before I got this sense of your fashion is for you and it's a way for you to express yourself, it came with rules first. Like, you know, growing up in school, it's like there's a, a skirt length limit, right? And there's, like, no showing shoulders and I'm just like okay so like fine gym uniforms for the fucking win and then like I don't <laughs> even have I don't have tits now but like I didn't I never had tits did but, your like, school like make you wear a gym shirt if no, you we or shorts or like we if like, you were like not enough in... to wear like dress code because like here's the thing 
our security guards were fucking creeps, okay? So, like, I remember I had tangents. Such a tangent. <laughs> such a tangent. I, I had tangent. parents' day, and I never told my parents when anything was happening, right? right I was, right. like, uh, first half of high school, I was in cheerleading. Second half, I was in palms. I had a senior night. I was in palms by then. I had this dude. By dude, I mean one of the security guards who could, like... In my teenage brain, I'm like, you can get it. But I won't do it. I won't fucking do it. But, like, this dude is like, I might do it. And so, like, he got... He might. He might. What's his name? Cool. I won't say it, but, like... Not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to, um, you know, the the black and brown connection. We had a senior night, and, like, he was, like, basically posing as my dad. And it was like that whole like link in the arms thing, and it was just um, increasingly inappropriate mm. as I think back on it. But you know, I mean, I've had like okay, not similar because I've been an adult. Is that I have like older white men as an adult come up to me like, "Oh, you look very nice." You look oh. like you've lost a few pounds, you know? Like Are these new people? <laughs> they're like, I were, work, was working in a physical therapy clinic at that time, so... Yeah. Um, but I've always, I always get the attention of an older white man. Oh, yeah. Always an old oh, white yeah. dude. And it's like, that's is that my body positivity? <laughs> like... I know I'm on the right trail when I have an old Ooh. white dude telling me that I'm, like, in shape and losing weight. Like, Ooh. you know what I mean? And I even today had, but it was an older woman, and she's like, oh, you're looking, you're looking very skinny. You're looking like you lost a lot of weight. And it's like, huh? what? Yeah. Okay, first of all, felt very flattered. Took that <laughs> shit. Ate that up. Like, <laughs> Loved it. But at the same time, I was like, Sarah, don't explain what you're been doing. Just say thank you. Walk away. Right, right. Thank you and walk away. Thank you and walk away. How do you feel about yourself? It doesn't matter what <laughs> these people say. Don't search for validation so, in what they're telling to you. To make an assumption, we both are in the very midst of our journey. <laughs> but also. Positivity. Yeah, but also, yeah. like, I feel like I'm almost 30. I gotta get the shit on lock. You know what I mean? Ew, like, uh, I can do a lot of shit with my body. My my my, my body has done a lot. Yeah. Your body has done a lot for yourself. Yes, my body has done a lot for me, and she's been there. And, um, but, I like, also, like, I'm... And then I feel exhausted from the pressures externally that I feel to like do this or do that, to look like this or to look like that. Yeah, and, I'm just, yeah. and also, like, I don't have fucking time. So, like, I don't right. fucking feel, I don't keep up with trends, I think. Like, I think I'm very. But isn't that crazy that there are body trends? There are first, yes. it was the fucking thigh gap, and then the world, like, took note. And she's like, none of us are fucking thigh gap. What are you talking about? Hey, do you mean the teenager? And then yeah. <laughs> um, next was like the thigh, the like little thigh creases, right? When you sit like on your heels or some shit, and there's like a thigh. Like, like there are truly body trends out there here are. that are, you know, we're in a we're in a capital. 
capitalistic society that thrives on you not um, being fully well, that's, okay with yourself. So there's always a little bit more you can that, do, right? Like, a little bit yeah. more you can aspire. That's to my be. like my anger though, like the most. Yeah. Just like I'm out here trying to be like I don't. I feel like I'm trying to be confident in myself. I don't not wear makeup because I'm trying to make a statement. I just don't right. wear makeup or like really go go heavy in my looks because I'm trying to be like you know what I got more important shit to do right. than sit and spend hours on my hair or my makeup yeah, or whatever. And I'm not saying that shit's not important because you know it what is. it it's is just important. like choosing which I'm what choosing. You want I do. To. I'm just and that's yes. our right as women because we have so much shit to work with. We could spend forever on our hair. We could spend forever yes. on our makeup. We could spend forever being like fit bitches. But we could spend forever on our fucking thesis. But like we could spend I forever on our like building our business. Do. But it's like it depends, you know? Like so, so I we make it look easy, but like it really is time consuming. And then I so we just get we have the right to choose what we're gonna spend all that time doing. And then I get even more mad because I feel like I'm out here trying to keep it real and then I see I hear of things like from the media for example and this is like I think like the ego part of it mm-hmm. it's like I see women out there and I'm not shaming them for this but it's like ah, it makes me so mad because it's We're so mainstream yeah. Yeah. and it's like asses are super in and a lot of like women like at least like, things that you see on Instagram like those aren't real but and then you see these no, people obsessing like, like over aspirations of a. Of but a it's like their Instagram is ass. all butts, and it's like to oh, be she's clear, a girl. to <laughs> be clear, she works out and drinks fit tea. <laughs> but truly, it was never fit tea because it, it went was... from people making fun of the black female image, which is the because like this is what I was talking about the horse ass shit. I was like, look. I, as a young person, looked at myself in the mirror, and then I measured it against everyone I saw in media. Right. And those people were, for the majority, blonde and very skinny and had, like, little pancake booties. And so when I looked at my booty, I was just like, okay, there's something happening here. It wasn't a trend. It was something that I had to be like, Oh, well, this isn't mainstream, but this is you, so you can like it. It's fine. Right. And then all of a sudden, picture like five to ten years later, that shit's a trend. It's a trend, yeah. And like all of these, you know, Caucasian mistresses are like, look, I can do that too. And I'm like, you know, I understand body trends. I know that that's a thing that's going to happen forever and ever, but it's like, well, from like growing up myself, like I look, I'm I look white. I, I see representation of myself. When you I look, look at, white, and then what gives it away is your butt. Yeah, my butt gives what away. Gave it away for me, Thank and you. then your eyes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like there's something like I don't know, and it's not like I'm not, you know, my my dear. Becky, Susan's, Madison's, Karen's, it's Karen's, Ashley, Ashley, 
I'm not saying you don't have beautiful eyes, okay? I'm, I'm just, just saying more beautiful than that, you. What? Listen. <laughs> just just who said right, that? Right, right. Who said that? But like, you can when you get the privilege <sighs> of growing up in a place where every almost every ethnicity is represented. You could look. You could do things like look in people's eyes and be like. Mm. Yeah, you got some Latinx eyes action. Yeah. You got some like Latinx booty going. Like you spicy white. What else is going on? But yeah. it's like, but you're the like, you're my only real like friend. I have other friends, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. but like you are like the first friend that I made as an adult who's like, what's going on here? You yeah, because like the benefits of like being friends with a queer person. Like I'm not just clogging your face. I'm clocking everything. And so I'm like... Why, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm clocking everything. Like, even, you know, no, I'm not naming anyone else, but it's just like, I could even, I could even taste the spiciness in, like, other matriarchs we may have in common in our own ways. Like, I just Perhaps. taste spicy. But, like, but I know it's a different kind of spiciness. Maybe it's, like, Gorishian spiciness. I don't know. It's beautiful. I don't know. It's angelic. But, like... You're here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. But it's just like, and that's the thing. It's not like a checkbox, yes or no. Like, are you in this club or not in this club? It's just if you, I don't know. It's just, it's just a me thing. I, like I said, I like to say that I have the privilege of like being immersed in the fucking UN of things and being able to see people and be like, what? What's your story? What's the lands? I'm digging it. I don't know about it. But that, yeah. But, like, that's, like, like that's a thing. So, and this is not, like, but I, I, being, being able to, I, like, identify when you, like, see other women. Because, like, that's a thing. Women yeah. on women crime. And it's, like, <laughs> it's a thing. But it's so true. Because, like, you think about it. You go to, remember uh, being, like, yeah, a teen. And being, like, those, those Tiffany's are staring at me. And I feel judged and not seen in the right way. And they're just looking at me and not caring about what kind yeah. of person. Like, they don't know what my favorite color is. But yet, they are staring at me up and down. And it doesn't even it doesn't even matter, like, how old I get. Because I still feel women looking at me. But it's just like, I now I can be more like... I, but it's also <laughs> shitty because I will be like, I'm confident in who I am. But I'm also like, mm, that bitch has mm, fill in the blank flaw you know what i mean and i'm trying to work on that like okay cool i'm confident in who i am and i'm gonna practice being confident in who i am but i'm also working on like not putting other people down and i'm i i don't do that often but like also when i feel fucking threatened yeah sometimes it can be the response well we're gonna work through that um actually right now and we're gonna take a break and we will uh catch up with you later
Um, Sarah and I went on a little bit of a journey. <laughs> we might have had a little bit of a, you know, special therapy session. <laughs> um, we're just, we've got, we've got so many feelings. We do. She doesn't even go here. She, yeah, she doesn't. Mean Girls reference. But, I, but like, okay, our next, so we've already established some things. We've, we've talked about some origin stories in body positivity. We've definitely tapped into the cultural implications of what that body positivity, you know, is and can be. So now, now the question is, um, what moving forward does body positivity look like? How do you even become body positive? Yeah. What's that about? One Ideas. day, mm-hmm. like this year, I woke up and I was like, look, I'm not body positive yet. Like, let's be clear. I'm still working on it. It's not a perfect system. All the vegans you know aren't perfect vegans either, okay? Like, she is still a work in progress very much. But one day I woke up and I like was seeing some photos of myself from back in the day and I was like remembering how I felt in my body at that moment and nine times out of ten I was like "Eh, I'm this I'm that I had so many like negative put downs about myself in that moment and then then how do you feel about it now now as an as a like more established female I was looking at myself like oh my god I'm so cute right. like look at my little self here and there and then I'm just like how about like I Johnny shut the Mitchell fuck never lie. stop <laughs> like stop judging myself like doesn't mean it does not happen but I feel so much more aware of do like, you think that's a capitalism thing like the mindset of like it could always be better could well always yeah be because like Hello, we've talked about this like pretty much every single episode. If you're listening and you're not under, and it's never good enough, (laughs) right? That is my personal, and that's like the dancer thing too. It's fine. It's the dancer thing too. Yeah, like I just yeah, especially being an artist. Like I'm not dancing full time. Like I am not a perfect like who's dancing full time. Yes, but I'm not. I moved out here. I have not put professional artists in the front seat and especially now that I'm not moving and I'm not in the arts world and I've just like been allowing my body to kind of be and like have a different relationship with like exercising and food right I'm like oh my god I feel so anxious but at the same time I was like fuck that I was so exhausted so burnt out so just overwhelmed with this idea that I needed to like work out look this way, be that way. Like, ugh, yes, I sometimes see a photo of myself, but I still will be like, I hate that photo. Because I yeah. look like it. I look gross. That's what I think. I'm gross. But at the same time, I go, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Why are you being so mean to yourself? You were unhappy the other way. So it's like finding positive ways, nice yeah. ways to talk to yourself. Clearly, I sound like, bitch, shut up. But right, because it's never the like outward way that you would speak to another human being, like the oh way that God, you speak. So All right, and people we don't like, or like random people we don't like, we're like we have that nice tone, or, but we don't, or, yeah. but we don't do the nice tone with ourselves. We're just like, oh, you're fucking disgusting, bitch. Like, why? It's just 
Another thing I want to add to that, because when it comes to other people, and they're like, oh my god, I'm so fat, I'm so this, or like, they're putting themselves down, and it used to be in my early 20s, like, hey, let's put down ourselves together. It's literally that mean girl scene where they're like all putting yeah, themselves like, down. Yeah, like, like, I can't wear I have really bad morning right. breath. Like, that's me as an adult. Mm-hmm. Now I'm being like, okay, when my female friend is putting themselves down, I need to be not also doing it with them. I mean, I shouldn't be um, incur- like not encouraging it. I feel right. like it's a better word, but like engaging enabling it. it. Enabling it. Yeah. Exactly. I need to be like, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just like shut it down. Because it's like, way. you know, if we were all on the same wavelength of the shit that we're being programmed to, then we're all going to be like, oh my god, I weigh a little bit too much. And I need to do a little bit more. And I need to be a little bit this much worthy of love. And it's, like, truly fucking sick, honestly. (laughs) Like, when you just zoom out and look at it. Like, I I was telling Sarah that I was listening to something else. Or this woman, this comedian, actress? I don't know. This, like, thriving, melanated woman. I don't know. I was listening to her. And she was saying... But she just said so nonchalantly, like, oh, there's such a culture of um, self-hatred in the black female community of L.A. And I'm like, damn. And it's like. Yeah. Right. But it's like if you were to like zoom out and look at it, it's like, oh, yeah, because there's all these little different cues if I may go on this like tangent. Like, even, like, because, you know, bad hair is coming out, you know, lean away. You know, so like, oh, go, shut up. But, like, <laughs> um, but things like that of, you know, I, I can't speak on behalf of any group of black women, but, like, myself, it's just one experience. It's like, whatever I do with my hair is a motherfucking political statement. I can't just fucking have a hairstyle. It's like, oh, when you have your natural hair, you're Angela Davis. And when mm-hmm. you have your straight hair, you're, a, you know, Naomi Campbell, Janae Aiko, motherfucker. And then when you have your braids, it's like, you know, you know it's like it's, it's so radical <laughs> to people that, like, you can't even be a girly girl as a black woman without being this, like, intense force of like I'm like no bitch like I just truly know how to braid my hair and I got bored and it's fine (laughs) (laughs) I actually was trying to say um spooky season I don't know I found these leaves I found these leaf hoop little things I'm gonna put them in my braids I'm gonna gonna braid it like it's fine but (laughs) I just make a statement I don't know. I think because what were we were we asking like the journey to body positivity? Well, just like, yeah, how do you become body positive? You you cannot do it in the same methods you were trying to become a like this. You're trying to come into this like circle of approval. You can't do it by those same methods, right? But you were trying to become within this like whatever demographic you were trying to satisfy. Because the only times, like, there are two different kinds of beautiful that you feel, I think, or at least 
Like, there's the one that you feel, like, very accepted. Like, I know if I have a fucking weave in my hair of whatever kind and these edges are laid and I have fake eyelashes in and then my face is beat and I'm wearing this, like, corset (laughs) situation and my heels are at least three and a half inches, like, that equals bad bitch and everyone will love me, blah, blah, blah. So there's that kind of a beautiful. And then there's, like, the kind where it's, like, Whew, it's like ritualistic where you're like, okay, this is what my skin naturally looks like. This is what my hair naturally does. This is what I'm going to get dressed in because I fucking felt like it. This is my most natural self, and that is the most correct way I could come. Like, there's that kind of beautiful. You know, I'm laughing because <laughs> I'm thinking about myself. I'm so stupid. What? But, like, I never felt more beautiful than, like, taking off my crusty ass. Oh, my God! Exactly! Trimming my toes. There she is. Filing them. Hello. And then, like, also doing it naked in my towel. Right. And I'm done, and I'm just, like, like, kind of, like, Seth Rogen in that, like, uh, when he when they did, like, the Kanye video spoof, and he's, like, mm, right, you know, right, that right, right, but, like, him, him, but, like, a powerful female to replace him. Yeah, yeah, on the motorcycle. Yeah, not a white man. But, <laughs> cool. but, like, um, but, yeah, trimming my toenails is super, <laughs> like, one of the most beautiful. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I couldn't tell you what happened to this audio if I tried. I'm in here editing. I'm being very transparent with you. I'm just, you know, dancers weren't given very much of a tech-savvy education. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into the mindful groove. Enjoy, bitches. All right. So here we are. At the time to meditate, and Brittany and I were having a hootin' good time, but with all the fun of coming up, we gotta come down and, and let things settle, regain some balance, ground ourselves. And there's a few ways that you can kind of tap into a higher self. And for me, when I'm considering the higher self, I'm thinking about... But connecting with the higher self is honestly, I I think about it as my internal voices and trying to build a relationship with the voices that I have within my head. Um, So, my fear based voice, the voice that uh, I maybe use to be more compassionate, more empathetic towards others, Um, the voice that like fuels my confidence. that 
this breath, especially at uh, this breath work, this three-part breath, because uh, doing it at the end of the day um, or even in the morning is so grounding and helps me feel balanced. It also helps me feel like the quality of my breath is just better. And when I feel that, like, that balanced, grounded sense within myself, then I'm able to, especially if I'm doing this in the morning, I'm able to kind of go on to the next next task with clarity. So, let's begin. A three-part breath focuses on the breath beginning in your belly, moving up into the ribs, the chest, and out through the crown of your head. And then as you exhale, the breath moves um, back down from your chest, your ribs, your belly. So you really get to feel the rise and fall of your luscious inhales and those slow, juicy exhales. So I recommend if this is your first time doing a three-part breath, using your hands to feel um, where your breath or where your air should be and how you're directing that airflow.
move your hands a little bit higher, placing your hands on your rib cage. As you inhale, inflate the belly, keep breathing in, feel the air move up into your hands and your rib cage. And as you exhale, let the ribs cinch closer together, the belly deflates. Inhale, feel the air expand into your ribs. Exhale, cinch the ribs together.
space of this moment for just a quick second. And notice again, now with your eyes open, how you feel. What feels different? Or what just is, what did you not notice? Or what are you present to now in this moment after the meditation? Some breath, breathing. Did your skin clear up in that time? Um, mine did in my brain, not on my face. Um, <laughs> but yeah, guys, hopefully your mindful groove of the day got you thinking a little, unthinking a little. Uh, ways to apply it in your everyday. You can try things like um, I think about higher self as in discernment, listening to um, your actual voice rather than your thinking voice, which can kind of mask things. Um, so practicing discernment in your higher voice by learning to channel that voice, which is basically journaling. So you can try, I'll give you like a mini prompt. There's no homework, nothing is due. But all I want you to do is uh, start a conversation with your higher self. Use your thinking self to, you know, ask a question that you want answered out of yourself, whatever, you know, whatever, next move, right or wrong, whatever, breakfast options, and then listen and just write. Um, try writing before thinking about what it's going to be and let it, let it surprise you, let it turn into an actual conversation. Um, other ways, yeah, I mean, truly just talk to yourself, guys, can't recommend it enough, um, but what do you think, Sarah, are we all, what's that? We, we went, I think, uh, we went on a, a journey, we went freeform, we went, but obviously, um, this is all freeform, yeah, but you we know. went, we went really high and silly to very, not high, high, just, uh, high energy. To uh, come back Sarah down. I would never touch the ganja plant. No, not when I'm working. But anyways, mm -hmm. we came high energy to low energy to, reach to, <laughs> to, to, to ground to the to ground ourselves. Um, things you got some things to munch on. Hope you guys um, enjoy today's episode. Give us some feedback. Let us know your thoughts. You know. Be our friend? Question mark? Maybe. Por favor. Um, come hang out on our Insta at Mindful Grooving. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feelings, thoughts, uh, otherwise emotions, you can let us know there. And I think with that, we're going to sign off. So long. Goodbye. Bye-bye. And then we go to you're still recording. No, I'm not. Am I? Yeah. Oh, that would be cute. I'm going to keep it. Mindful Grooving is an Aiken Artist Collective production hosted by Ja Girls, Brittany Harlan, and
and Sarah Maslenka. Music is so graciously provided and produced by Kenneth Lethridge, Mateo Mendoza, and Josh Luis. <laughs>